Welcome to Taylor's Table, a podcast where we talk about what's cooking in the kitchen and in life. Taylor's Table is a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. Welcome back to the table. I hope that you are having the best day. And I want to just say thank you for your support so far. I want to encourage you to go to our Facebook page. If you just look up Taylor's Table, actually share some stuff on there like photos and links and recipes and such. And I may be asking some of my listening audience some questions that I could share here on the podcast. So today's episode is going to be a little different. We're going to kind of switch things up to kind of focus on a particular theme today. And I want to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart, and that is camping. So we are going to talk about camping and cooking. So for those of you guys who don't know me, uh, I've been camping on and off since 2016. I camped when I was younger, but it wasn't like a big thing that we did as I got older, especially when my parents divorced. So whenever I was in my early 20s, I had seen people go backpacking and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, that looks really cool. And then I had a friend of mine who got a tent for Christmas in 2015. And she took it out a few times, said how much she enjoyed it. And she's like, we got to go. And I was like, okay, cool. And that's what kind of spurred the want to go camping. So I went to a yoga retreat and they had three different options for lodging. They had um, your own room. They had bunking with another person or camping. And I was like, what a cool opportunity for me to go try out camping by myself in a controlled environment, right? Like it was on a particular property. There were bathrooms, showers, electricity, things like that. It wasn't like I was going backpacking and such to start out. So I went to this ashram. I did the weekend camping trip. It was absolutely fabulous. I got poured on, uh, but thankfully I put my tent up the correct way. So nothing in my tent got wet. But after that, I was just like, wow, I really love this. So later on that year, we had planned to go to Washington state. And initially it was just a friend, um, just me and her going. And then I told another friend about it and she told another friend and it ended up being four of us. And we went for a week long camping trip to Washington. Washington state. And again, I had only been camping in my adult life when I went to this ashram. So it was just this really interesting experience to go to a whole nother state, whole nother environment and just get my bearings about camping. So what I had did is I had rented a camping kit from this company and it came with everything you think you could possibly need to go tent camping, right? Tents, air mattresses, sleeping bags, chairs, an entire kitchen kit that had all the utensils, kettle, uh, coffee cups, headlamps. I mean, the only thing it didn't have was a fan, but in Washington state, we went, I believe it was the late June time of the year. It really wasn't that hot. Um, it did get a little warm at certain places that we were at, but nothing like Florida, right? Like I could not imagine going Florida camping in June and not having a fan. Like that's just absolutely not an option. So we went out there and the reason why I'm telling the story is because it was my first camping cooking experience. Cause when I was at the ashram, um, you know, I didn't cook there. They had a kitchen, everything that you went to for your meals. So this was my first opportunity to go camping and my first opportunity to cook while camping. And we had planned out what we were going to do for meals. And it was very simple. We were going to do granola bars for breakfast. We were going to do lunch meat um, sandwiches because we were going to be on hikes during the day. And then we were going to do chili dogs at night. <laughs> Four women. Okay. And 
let me just say this. None of us had really had a ton of a camping experience. Like I think my friend Brooke had been a few times in her, um, early, early adulthood. And then Kayla who had had the tent had only went like maybe once or twice. So we get there, mind you, we have an entire kit and I'm looking at this, at this camp stove. And I'm like, I have no idea how to put this together. They don't have any idea to put it together. There was no box, no instruction. It was just the camping stove. So what we ended up doing was take the hot dogs and we cooked them on the fire ring or cooked them over the fire. You know, we had little, um, things to put the fire or put the fire to put the hot dogs on to cook them. So we did that. And then we didn't have a can opener. So my friend ended up popping open the can with a knife. <laughs> it was very, very unsafe. And we ended up putting it on the fire ring as well. And just bada bing, bada boom. That was that. And it was such a fun experience because again, none of us had encountered anything like this before. So it was just learning on top of learning on top of learning. And it was, it ended up being really fun. So two days later, we go to our next campsite and we had to stop at a Walmart on the way there. So I go to the camping section and I look and I find the stove and I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, okay, cause we didn't have signal where we were at. Okay. So if you're wondering why I didn't just YouTube how to do it, that's why we didn't have no signal. Um, I think my friends had to use a payphone to call their, their significant others at the time, but we're like, we're in this Walmart and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, okay, that's how it sets up. And then from then on out, we were fine. Um, and I ended up getting that same stove when I came back home that later on that year for Christmas. Cause that's when I was like, all right, camping is it. I love camping. We're going to get all this stuff to go camping. So I got a six per or an eight person Coleman tent. I got a Coleman stove. We had coolers, obviously dad already had plenty of coolers and just started to accumulate all this camping stuff. Okay. Sleeping bags. And this isn't like camping stuff that you would typically take backpacking. Um, or if you're somebody who's trying to save space, you know, this is for people who want to be comfortable while camping, right? Which is what we want to be. <laughs> so fast forward. Okay. It's 2023. I just got back from a trip to the Tennessee, North Carolina region in the great smoky mountains. And my best friend and I stayed on balsam mountain campground and we did hot dogs <laughs> for dinner. And I just find it so funny that every so often when I go camping, I kind of go back to those roots and my best friend, Brooke, she's probably one of the people I've went camping with, um, the most. Cause she went to Washington with me. We went to Oregon together. We've been to a few different places in the Ocala National Forest. We've been to Fishing Creek together. Um, we've had a lot of great adventures and she always is like, you know, I love chili dogs when we go camping. So, um, and they, they really are a staple. And my biggest thing I think I've learned from my trips is that each time you go camping, it's a new opportunity to try something right? Like whether it be a new food, um, a hike, maybe doing something a little different, maybe going kayaking this time. If you're at a place that has water, because that's what I love about camping is that you can go to all these different environments and different places and experience new things each time, right? Like you can go to fishing Creek in Palmdale. They have a swimming hole. They have the river that you can swim along. They also have really nice bike paths. You can go to Jonathan Dickinson state park, same idea, right? You can go, uh, canoeing or kayaking through the inlets, or you can go on these really awesome mountain bike, mountain biking, 
<laughs> trails. You can go on, you know, regular bike trails. You can drive. I mean, it's so awesome these days that all these different parks and state parks and national parks have all these different opportunities for you to be able to get out in nature, to experience that, whether you can walk, ride, or a little bit of both. So I have been to a ton of different places in Florida and I haven't even scratched like half of them. There's so many really awesome state parks and campgrounds. There's also places for like RVs um, and you just got to do a little bit of digging. The thing about Florida though, is that the winter time, it is the hardest to get into places. So I really, the biggest piece of advice I could tell people is if there's a particular park that you want to go to, check and see when their window of opportunity is for uh, reserving your space and make sure that you set a timer or something for that day so you can get in there. Because I know a lot of folks that come down from up north and go camping, people who are just RVers in general, and of course, people like to be outside when it's not so hot. So I want to just kind of segue a little bit from the cooking part of this conversation and just kind of give you guys some information about dad and I and how we kind of got into camping. But first, we need to take a little break. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how dad and I switched from tent camping to camper camping. Discover the exciting world of podcasts at hefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories, learn new knowledge, and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at hefepods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more, there's a podcast for every interest and passion. Be entertained by your favorite radio personalities in both English and Spanish and explore great stories in every podcast. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at hefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language. Find the best podcasts at hefepods.com. And we are back. Okay, so we're continuing our conversation about camping and how dad and I went from tent camping to camper camping. So like I said, in 2016, that Christmas, I ended up getting an eight person tent and it is an absolute amazing tent. I still use it to this day, just recently used it on my latest trip and looking forward to continue to get my goodie out of it, even though I do have some Gorilla Glue around, or not Gorilla Glue, but a Gorilla Tape um, around one of the tent poles. Anyways. Dad and I were getting kind of frustrated because we could only go camping during certain times of the years in Florida. He was like, you know, we need to get something else. So he went and got a pop-up camper. Now, let me tell you this, that pop-up is great, fantastic. But there are two things that kind of... Um, are a downside to having a pop-up. Number one, it's a lot of work to put up. If you're not somebody who's very active, it is a little bit of a little bit of something. Uh, And then the other part of that is that it's not that cool. Like if you get a campsite and it is in the sun in the summertime of Florida, it is still going to be hot in that pop-up. So a lot of people get pop-ups because they are insulated, not insulated, but they are, you know, covered and they have an AC and electricity and most, some of them have bathrooms and, you know, a dinette and they have all this stuff. But a lot of people, I feel like if you're going camping in the summertime, you want to stay cool in your camper and pop-ups just don't really hold coolness that well. So dad was like, I think we had the pop up for about two, three years before he finally was like, you know what? No, 
So he ended up getting this really nice camper. Um, it is a mossy oak edition. So it's got the camo. It's fabulous. It's got a slide out. Um, it sleeps like eight, nine people. It's got a full bathroom shower. The kitchen has a microwave, an oven, a stove, a fridge. I mean, it's just, it is absolutely beautiful and immaculate. And it is probably one of the best investments that we've gotten. <laughs> So, um, what I'm saying with all of this is that you really have to think about how you're camping whenever you're thinking about what you're going to be cooking. So if you are going to be tent camping, you're probably going to have a cooler and no matter what kind of camping, you probably are going to have a cooler unless you're somebody driving like a motorhome or if you have the fridge on in your camper, but otherwise you're going to want to have a cooler. Um, and then figuring out, do I have electricity? Am I going to be using a stove? Do I need a microwave? Um, am I going to be using like a Blackstone? I've seen people actually bring their propane grills camping. And it's actually really neat to see. I mean, people who do that, like, go, go for it. But I have a two-burner Coleman stove. We have an electric griddle. We have a Blackstone. And we have... I thought we had something else, but maybe not. I mean, we have the inside of the camper, right? So we have all these different utensils and depending on what you have to cook with depends on what you want to cook. So this past trip that I went on, I saw a family, they didn't have anything but their tent and their vehicle. And in their vehicle, they had a cooler and this family of five literally ate PB and J sandwiches the entire weekend that we were there. And that's what they wanted to do. And I have no qualms with people who want to keep it as simple as possible. Like if you don't want to deal with a cleanup, you don't want to deal with anything else like that. You want to just have it all in the car. That's totally fine. And I mean, ice having to go and get ice every day is, you know, an added thing into camping and stuff like that. So whatever you want to do. Um, I've also seen people that'll just do like the hot kettle and they'll do like the freeze dried foods, whatever works best for you. Um, me on the other hand, <laughs> I won't lie to you guys. I have cooked some gourmet meals while camping. So I have done shrimp boils, steak, black and blue cheeseburgers. I've done um, kebabs. We've done quesadillas. We've done Philly cheesesteaks, chicken cheesesteaks. We've done brats, you know, like the typical stuff. I've brought biscuits before that I cooked from home for breakfast. I mean, we we go all out sometimes and it's absolutely delicious. This last time we went with mom, she told me that you could use Bisquick to make a cheese sauce. Yeah. So I made a shrimp cheese sauce to put over the steak, a little surf and turf, some asparagus and twice baked potatoes. Now tell me that ain't gourmet out here. And I just really hope people know that just because you're out camping, whether it's tent camping, glamping, whatever it is that you're doing, you don't have to do something super simple. You know, you can get a little creative with it, if you will. So just thinking about the environment that you're going to be camping in, the camping equipment you're going to have, the time and space, the cooler, and a big thing with the cooler is safety, guys, right? If you do have raw meats and things like that, I do encourage you guys to freeze them before you go. That way they stay cooler longer. And of course, making sure that you are cooking stuff to the correct temperatures. Okay. So raw beef, pork, veal, uh, chops, roast, you want that medium or that minimal internal temperature of 145 for all kinds of raw ground beef, pork, lamb, veal. You want an internal temperature of 160. Same thing goes with raw poultry. You want it to be 165. So 
Getting a food thermometer is something that you should probably do, leaving it in your camper or in your camper supplies. You know, making sure that you have your raw meats at the bottom, okay? And making sure you don't use the ice that's in the cooler, like to use to drink. I don't know. We always have like two separate coolers. We have the cooler for food and then we have the cooler for the drinks because we typically do have raw meat with us. And I just would rather not be sick on a camping trip. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that this has helped you out. And a big thing that I want to end this episode on is just reminding you guys about safety. So when you are camping, wherever you go, you have to be conscious of critters. Okay. So not leaving food out, not leaving leftovers out and making sure that you store things properly. And I have some funny stories. We'll talk about that in future episodes until next time. Thanks for joining me at the table. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to Taylor's Table, a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. We hope you'll join us during the next episode of Taylor's Table. Feel free to email Taylor at gladesmedia.com if you have any questions or recipes you'd like for us to share on the show. 